You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You are listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Sunday, September the 1st, 2019. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu has vowed that no settlements will be uprooted and repeated his pledge to extend sovereignty over settlements in Judea and Samaria. Speaking during a visit to a school in the settlement of Elkanah to mark the start of the new school year, Netanyahu declared, With God's help, we will extend Jewish sovereignty to all the settlements as part of the land of Israel, as part of the state of Israel. No settlement will be uprooted. There will be no more Gush Katif, referring to the 2005 Gaza disengagement and dismantling of Jewish communities there. A spokesman for Palestinian Authority President Mahmoud Abbas said in response to Netanyahu's comments that the Israeli government continues on a path of no solution, that it tries to create a reality that will not lead to peace or stability in the region. Senior Palestinian official Saeb Arakat, meanwhile, called on the international community to impose sanctions on Israel over Netanyahu's statements. Arakat said that those who express concern over every Israeli announcement on settlement construction should face reality. The Prime Minister of Israel is announcing another annexation of occupied territory. Israel this morning restored the full supply of fuel to the Gaza Strip after reducing it by half last week in response to rocket fire on the western Negev. Meanwhile, Palestinian sources said that Qatar had informed Hamas that it has decided to cut by half its funding for the fuel supply to Gaza. The reason was not clear, and Israeli authorities were said to be looking into the matter. The situation in the north remains tense. According to Lebanese media, the IDF fired shells in the area of Har Dov and sprayed flammable materials from a drone. The IDF said it was looking into the reports. Israeli security forces remain on heightened alert along Israel's northern border. This amid concern of a Hezbollah reprisal attack for what the Shiite group says was an Israeli drone strike on its South Beirut stronghold last week. The IDF yesterday sent artillery and other heavy equipment to the Lebanese border. The Northern Command also canceled all leave for combat brigades in the sector. Hezbollah leader Sheikh Hassan Nasrallah declared in a televised address last night that the group will retaliate and it could happen anywhere along the border with Israel. He denied that Hezbollah has set up facilities in Lebanon to manufacture precision missiles, but said that the group already has them. The president of Honduras, Juan Orlando Hernandez, is expected today to inaugurate an economic mission with diplomatic standing in Jerusalem. The prime minister's wife, Sarah Netanyahu, last week described it as a first step toward Honduras moving its embassy in Israel to Jerusalem. Such a move would make it the third country to do so after the United States and Guatemala. Hernandez, who arrived in Israel last night accompanied by his wife, is also expected to take part in a meeting of senior business leaders in order to advance commercial ties between the two countries. Ethiopia's prime minister is also currently visiting Israel. The Iranian judoka Saeed Molei, who fled to Germany last week, says that the chairman of the International Olympic Committee in his country and his deputy put pressure on him to intentionally lose his matches at the recent world championships in Japan so he would not have to face off against his Israeli rival, Sagi Muki, who is in the same weight class and who ultimately won the gold medal. 
Malayi, a former world champion in the 81-kilo weight category, told an Iranian website that he is not a refugee. He denied asking Germany for political asylum and said that he already received residency status from that country several years ago. Politics back home. The Zahut Party convened this morning to vote on the agreement Chairman Moshe Faglin reached last week with the Prime Minister for the party to drop out of the Knesset race in exchange for a promised cabinet post and passage of legislation to reform the medical cannabis market. Voting will continue until 8 p.m., with the results expected shortly afterwards. More than 2.3 million students and 200,000 teachers began the new school year this morning. However, due to various disputes, classes did not open at some 49 schools and 500 kindergartens. And train cancellations and service disruptions this morning in the center of the country due to a protest by disability rights demonstrators at the track near Shifaim. They also briefly blocked the coastal highway near Yakum. The Panthers activist group said that they were informed by a finance ministry official that there are not enough funds to carry out the first phase of an approved increase in monthly stipends. The Treasury official denied this. The weather outlook, extremely hot over most of the country, hotter tomorrow with temperatures easing off slightly on Tuesday, Wednesday continuing cooler, mostly in the hills. Maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 32, Tel Aviv 31, Haifa 30, Beersheba 36, and in Eilat going up to 42 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, Spotify, the Khan website, and the Khan English Facebook page.